Hey everybody, Maya Aina here. We are halfway through the season and I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening so far and engaging with this story. It's kind of scary to put so much work into something that we care a lot about and then have to just wait and see how it will be received. So all the feedback so far really means a lot. We're taking a mid-series break just to make sure the second half of the series is just as strong as the first. That's why you're listening to me instead of an episode right now. In the meantime, you could do us a big favor. Please share this podcast with your circle of friends and give us a rating. Those two small things have a huge impact. Doing that helps us make the case for why we should get to do another project like this. If you want to engage a little bit more, we have a newsletter just for The Walk Home that you can subscribe to at thewalkhomepodcast.org. In the newsletter, we share more of our reporting related to this story, and we include research and references that inspired or influenced us as we created this project, too. We are also hosting a live event. It'll take place in Tacoma on October 18th. Our entire team will be there talking about what this story means to us and what we've learned from it. We'd love it if you join. Tickets are free, and you can grab some from our website, thewalkhomepodcast.org. And if you can't be there in person, it will be recorded, so keep an eye out for that, too. Okay, last thing. This project is produced by KNKX, a small local public radio station. That means we are listener-supported. 65% of the revenue that funds our entire organization comes from listener donations. So please consider making a donation or even becoming what we call a sustaining member. Sustaining members sign up to give monthly for as little as $5. You can do that at our website, thewalkhomepodcast.org. And we can't forget, we created this podcast in partnership with the Seattle Times. You can help fuel their work and more stories like this that drive change by making a gift to the Seattle Times Investigative Journalism Fund at st.news ijf. All right, all right, enough of me asking you for things. We are really, really grateful for your time. Here's what's coming up on the rest of the series, The Walk Home. It just felt like this weird, like I walked into this weird wormhole of far-right extremism in my backyard, and it's really unsettling. I am pretty confident that if he saw me, he would recognize me. So um, I hopped into a bathroom stall and hid out in there until the room filled out a little bit more. I had a very overwhelming urge that, like, this doesn't feel safe and I need to leave. That in there is not something I recognize as where I grew up and the people that I grew up around. That's something entirely different. Honestly, if you look since the killing of Manuel Ellis, things have gotten worse. The officers still need to be fired. They should not be on payroll. They're scared to do their job. No, I've never met an officer that wants to shoot somebody, but they also want to go home to their wife and kids. But now they're thinking, well, it might be better to get ran over. The relationship between the black community in particular and the city of Tacoma and law enforcement has been damaged by this. I am sorry for that first story. Um, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was part of the problem. Like, oh, if you hate the police so much, who are you going to call when somebody breaks in your house? I don't know. That's the problem. Like, that's the problem. I should be able to call the police, but I don't know that I can. Their reports and studies still just sit on the shelf. They have not changed their behavior. They should be supporting our work. They should be coming to us and say, what do we need to do? I would hear from a lot of uh, officers off the record, you know, that they didn't support what those officers did. 
you know, but none of them would ever say that publicly. The fact that like my safety during a traffic stop or any contact with the police is dependent upon that officer's frame of mind and well-being on any given day, like that's terrifying. Our loved ones are gone and we're not doing it for them. We're doing it for those who are still here. Well, because of all of the things that have happened since last year, there's now updates to what people can be doing daily to get justice for Manny. And, you know, I'm not a superhuman. Even after we've passed all these laws, still experiencing the same stuff, our youth of color are still being harassed. The mayor of Tacoma is spitting out these officers, you know, need to be fired. These officers need to be charged with murder. That's not her job. When you're a city council member, when you're the mayor, what reason do you have to not speak up for somebody like Manny Ellis? What's, what's an actual legitimate reason that stops you from saying again and again that what happened is wrong and that these officers have no place at the Tacoma Police Department? Manny's going to get justice. He's going to get justice. But now, what about everyone else? 